Hello, everybody. Tracy, Mrs. J-Dog Flanagan here with you today. I'm the co-founder and senior vice president of J-Dog Brands, and I would like to welcome you to another episode of Tactical Treasures, a podcast sharing the stories of veterans and military family members that have been impacted by specific items in their lives. I will be interviewing voices in the veteran space to search for inconspicuous objects and moments that they turned into tactical treasures for their military career, business, or life. Today, I have the honor to speak with Stephanie Brown, founder and CEO of the Rosie Network. Welcome, Stephanie. Thank you for agreeing to do our podcast. So your bio, I've read it. It's pretty amazing. Very, you've just done everything. So rather than read your bio to our listeners, I just thought that I would give you some time to just tell us a little bit about yourself, your affiliation to the military, and how the Rosie Network came to be. Well, thank you for having me. And I love this, Tactical Treasures. That is so spot on. And, you know, you really got to think about it. When is that moment? What is that treasure in your life, right? Um, So I really quickly, I grew up in the military. I don't, you know, I don't remember a time when I haven't been part of this community. My father was active duty when I was born and uh, he did two tours in Vietnam. He did over 20 years. When he retired here in California, he actually opened up a music store. So he jumped straight from the military into being an entrepreneur. I don't even think I knew what the word entrepreneur was at the time. You know, I was still in high school. Um, But I spent a lot of time with him in his shop. And then, you know, I, I ended up marrying into the military. Um, You know, my late husband did 30 years active duty in the Navy and the SEAL teams. And I've raised kids in the military. So it is, you know, kind of hard you know, kind of hard to imagine my life doing anything else, quite frankly. And because I love entrepreneurship, um, and I was a business owner when I met Tom. I was I was actually living in Washington, D.C., and I met Tom uh, at a card store. I was buying birthday cards for girlfriends of mine, and I noticed this, you know, rather, rather handsome-looking guy standing behind me. <laughs> he was actually stationed at the Pentagon, and, you know, lo and behold, um, a year later, we were married, and and moving overseas. So I left the business. I actually sold the business that I had there in DC. And then I became a military spouse. And it was, you know, it was great. It was great. We had a lot of amazing times. I did, I got really involved in helping and supporting the command and the families. But one thing I did notice and miss was having a career, having a job, having not that I didn't love uh, getting to know and being, you know, trying to build and be a part of the command. I missed having, I missed having a business. I missed having a job. I missed having a career and something, you know, of my own, which is really, I like to think the seeds at the time that got planted that later became Rosie, you know, later became um, what I ended up doing, you know, fast forward through our married life and, And I think next year we celebrate our official 10-year anniversary, even though it was all being worked on and percolated before that. Uh, But yeah, it, I mean, this is a community I love. I mean, I love it. I I just can't imagine, like I said, doing anything else. And it's sort of marrying the community that I love, right? And the thing that I love to do, which is, 
you know, entrepreneurship, starting businesses, helping others start businesses, putting on that creative cap and getting, you know, diving deep into the weeds and figuring it all out. I love that. Right. And I, and I think that's such a need too, in the military spouse community. I mean, the, the unemployment is astronomical. I think it's even worse now, um, with the pandemic. And, um, I understand also too, your co-founder of the military spouse chamber of commerce with Jamie Chapman. And she was actually the very first podcast that I did. And we talked, and, and we talked a lot about the, the, you know, the military spouse, the PCSs and, and how difficult it is to have a career, let alone be a business owner. And so, um, you know, and so you've kind of done all sides, you know, being an yeah. Air Force brat and, and a mill spouse. And so tell me, how does the Rosie Network um, actually kind of work? Like, you know, how do, how do you help mill spouses into entrepreneurship? Well, we had, we actually, we actually serve transitioning active duty veterans and military spouses being a military spouse myself. And you know, this, and, you know, I'm sure Jamie shared it, it, you know, our challenges are different, right? We often find our, find ourselves in a position of being a single parent when our service members go off for training or deployment, et cetera. And all the reasons it's difficult to have that traditional job, so I think, you know, recognizing first and foremost, it's taken a long time, Tracy. I mean, kind of, there were times when I felt like I was banging my head against that brick wall behind me, mm-hmm. which isn't real, but uh, <laughs> it, you know, it felt that way because nobody, there were very few people back then that were talking about self-employment, business ownership, remote work, entrepreneurship for military spouses in particular. It was all, 99% of it was how to get spouses traditional jobs, you know, that nine to five and, 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 or get them in to get, you know, uh, into higher education, which is all the, and those are fantastic, but we know that it's tough. It's tough to do that. I mean, that's part of the reason why there is such a high unemployment rate and underemployment rate, right. Finding something in your career path. Um, I, I have just been, I think I'm hardwired and some people are, uh, to want to build and create things myself. Um, but I know I'm smart enough to know that you can't do it alone. I mean, you can, but it is very lonely and very difficult. So recognizing that doing it together, right. As a tribe, as a community, as a network, uh, was really the better way to go. It, It all began with Rosie's list. Um, you know, that Angie's list, Craig's list, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, rosieslist.org, the largest today, the largest search tool of its kind to find J-Dogs all around the country and other veteran and military spouse-owned businesses. Uh, But I learned that there was a gap. There was, there wasn't this, there wasn't a real training program unless you wanted to go and do an MBA in college and who's got the time to do that? Right. Um, so it was, how do we, how can I pass on as a previous business owner, having sold two businesses and experienced failure too, how can I pass on, bring really smart people together and actually create a program that we can provide for free to give our military entrepreneurs the skills and resources that they need 
they're experts in their business, but they may not know how to get a trademark. The difference between trademark and a copyright, should they be an LLC? Should they be a C-Corp? Uh, you know, what are the different, you know, the, what are the tax implications? What are the liability, you know, what's the liability like between the two? Uh, things like that, how to effectively market your business. Uh, just, the, you know, the list goes on, right? You right. were part of creating this extraordinary brand called J-Dog. You know what goes into it. Yeah. You're an expert yeah. on your business. Sometimes it's kind of nice to get a little bit of help. And, do, and I believe in doing it in a structured way um, and in small cohorts. Uh, and watching the collaboration and support and mentorship take place has been absolutely mind-blowing. Um, way, awesome. way, be way better, way bigger, way more empowering than I ever envisioned it would become. And so it is a free program. It's called Service to CEO. And it's, it's available for, as I said, active duty veterans, military spouses. Um, we have chapters all over the country. We provide it all virtually now due to COVID. So there's no excuse if you have an idea percolating in that little brain, big brain, and you just don't know or you don't have the confidence to get you know, to launch it, to take that leap, then truly coming to the Rosie Network and you know, clicking on program and find a chapter, find a virtual cohort that fits your time frame and join, join, learn more about it. It's, um, it's, it's really, I mean, it's, it, it has, we have a 98% net promoter rating. I didn't even know what that meant, uh, but basically means that 98% of the folks that go through our program would highly recommend it to some, to somebody else. So um, don't That's know who great. the 2% are, but you know, you never make everybody happy. Right. Well, 100% hey, of the time. sounds like you're doing the right thing. That's really awesome. So, um, being an air force brat, right. I'm sure you moved around the country and overseas, you know, with your father's service. So I'm sure that that impacted your relationship with physical items. So, um, I, I would just ask, do you have a physical item treasure or is your treasure something else? You know, it's, I had to think about this because if you're, if you are a, and I say, I use the term lovingly, so I hope I don't offend anybody, military brat. Mm -hmm. um, I think when you do move around a lot, you learn in some ways not to place too much passion in, or, or, or importance into physical items because sometimes they get lost right. or they, you know, you pack them up and they don't show up where, you know, when you, when you arrive. So, but there are, there are those things that, you know, my father was a musician. Uh, in fact, even during active duty on the weekends, he would play in the O club, um, the officer's club. He uh, retired as a master sergeant. And that was, you know, one way for him to make extra money, but it was really, truly his passion. And when he retired, he opened up a music store. He became a small business owner here in California. And his, his music store was called Four Score. Uh, and if you're a musician, you understand what that means. If you're not, you probably don't. Right. Um, but, but he opened up the store and again, he knew music, he knew people, he knew how to share his love and passion for music. 
And I, you know, was, I was kind of behind the scenes doing inventory, doing, you know, the um, stocking the shelves, doing the cash register after school and on the weekends, et cetera, et cetera. And he used to give music lessons. He built his own little sound studio in the back and he did instrument repair. I mean, he was, he was just incredibly talented, true, a, a voice that would, you know, make you fall in love, which is what happened to my mom. So, <laughs> um, but he didn't, he, I, here's what I learned. Here's my, here's my treasure, my, my emotional soul treasure that my father gave me. Um, he gave me a passion and a realization for service. I, I was kind of young, so I didn't really get it at the time, but I get it now because I used to say to him at the end of the day, when, or when we would have to pay the bills, I would say, dad, dad, why did you just give away a guitar? You gave away a guitar or you just signed up that kid for six free music lessons. You know, you know, we're, how are we going to make money? How's this business going to make money? Blah, blah, blah. And he turned to me and he said, Stephanie, you know, for me, creating a business, running this business is not about making money. If we can pay our bills, we're successful. It's not about me. It's not about making money. It's about giving back. And I realized that that kid that he had given music lessons to was the child of a v another Vietnam veteran. Right. Makes the guys, it, so the word spread guys and gals who had served would come into the store just to be around another Vietnam veteran, uh, you know, just to whether they were a musician or not. So looking back on it, when I started this, I realized, wow, wow, what a powerful message. If you're building a business, it's all about making money. It's a poor business. If you're building a business that helps others and creates impact and gives back, then that is a wealthy business and a rich life. And that was you know, when that sort of thunk hit my, you know, in the head and hit me in the heart, that I realized that's what I want to do. That's what I want to do. I, I want to create something that outlasts me. My father passed away about 10 years ago. Um, I think about him every day. I know he's up there proud going, you go get it, do it, Stephanie. I'm so proud. I'm, I know he's proud of me. Um, and, and, you know, the, I, the physical thing that stays with me is, are his Master Chief stripes. Oh, yeah. When he passed, um, going into his shop, because he ended up selling the store to, to a young veteran, which, again, was, of course, that's the only person he'd ever sell it to. Of course. <laughs> Um, and the guy didn't have money. So he let, he let this young man, you know, pay it off. I mean, that was my dad. Okay. Just, just, just rich that way. Um, but we walked into his workshop, you know, with had 50 pieces of musical equipment. I mean, he could play the trumpet, piano, guitar, you name it. And, you know, all in different states of, uh, disarray or broken apart. Cause he was, you know, he loved to, to work. And there on the board were his master, master chief stripes and um, master sergeant stripes. I'm sorry, Navy. Uh, and I, that's what I have. That's, that's what I have to remember, you know, that physical thing 
That's and, and you know that's really special. Obviously, you had a very close relationship with your father, and and I I, I can appreciate um, all how it is. You know, when you're looking at a business, it it really should be about being impactful and giving back. And um, you know, I remember um, my stepfather, but I, I call him my dad because he raised me since I was five. Um, he, he was army veteran. He fought in Korea and, um, you know, we, we ended up working together, um, in his business. He was a financial planner and I I love to say that that was the, the, the best job I never had because it didn't really feel like a job. You know, I was, I was working with my dad and, and I enjoyed those last years with him, working with him. And when he passed, he literally, for his funeral, had 350 people come to his funeral. Wow. And this was just a guy who would give the shirt off of your back and just wanted to impact and make a difference wherever he was. And he wasn't, you know, he wasn't anything like super special, but he had just touched people's lives. We had, he had reps all throughout his, you know, financial and insurance career and all these people, I, I I was blown away and I thought, wow, what a legacy to see that how much he impacted so many people. It was just amazing. And I'm sure it sounds like your dad was exactly the same. You know, I think sometimes we don't, we don't realize and appreciate, you know, our, our parents or, or, or mentors or people that have been, uh, impacted our lives mm-hmm. until they're gone, right? Or until True. we're older. Yeah. And, you know, certainly he was, you know, my dad was my hero. He was my hero. He lived a life of such integrity and humbleness. He was really such a humble man. And get, like yours, like would give you the shirt off. If you saw somebody pulled off to the side of the road, he would pull over and go, can I help you? Is there anything? I, you know, and, and I, I love that. I loved it about him. Now, as a teenager, I'm not going to lie. It would sometimes embarrass me. Yeah. Because. I remember those you, embarrassing times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He could not walk into a store or a restaurant and not make friends with people. He just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, as a teenager, like, oh, dad, please. Um, but I think, I think, you know, I, I inherited some of that too. I mean, I, I inherited that. I just love people. I love people and I love creating. And I love seeing other people create and have that moment of, aha, or I can do this. I can do this. It's not that hard. Um, you know, that that's rewarding. And you you know, what you're doing is giving back and being a part and engaged in the community. I tell people a lot of, I see this happen all the time. You know, when we say, okay, what are the top three things that you need to help your business marketing? Like somebody to do marketing is almost always in the top three, right? And marketing can cost money. And I tell them, look, one of the best things you can do to market your business is help others they become amplifiers of your message, of your brand, of you. Help others and you'll get it back in in spades. Don't spend a ton of money advertising on Facebook, you know, not at least not right away. Build build a network and build ambassadors and build advocates and and 
you know, and then give back, give back. Networking is definitely key. Totally key. Exactly. Yeah. To get your name out there. So what are you doing these, what are you doing now? I mean, I know you're um, definitely in Rosie Network, but do you have anything on the horizon or new projects that you are embarking on? Do share. (laughs) Well, you know, a true entrepreneur, um, you know, never has more tricks up their sleeve. Uh, So... Yeah, it, it's crazy. You know, we publish a magazine. We actually years ago featured J Dog. You know, in your rather somewhat early days in our in one issue of our magazine, um, and which we we tell these stories for free, right? We don't mm-hmm. we don't knock on your door and go, "Hey, pay us." We're going to tell you a story about your veteran or spouse-owned businesses. That's that's part of our mission, part of our passion. Um, I am working with AFES. So everybody knows AFES, Army Air Force Exchange Service. Uh, We just launched just a couple of months ago, a brand new supplier diversity portal for non-contract spend, uh, which, you know, you can Google that, but it basically means it's government spend using a credit card versus contract um, spend. So for instance, if you have a dry cleaner, uh, or a, a copy store or a product, uh, you know, anywhere across the country near um, an AFES, a military installation, and you want to sell it to not just AFES, but uh, the Air Force or the Army, that you can do it through this brand new portal. It's called the National Diversity Veteran Small Business E-Marketplace, and it's run by AFES. Um, we're just helping to fill the pipe and get the word out and help people on board. And it's really kind of, uh, it can be a stepping stone to bigger contracts doing business with um, the DOD. So I'm excited, excited about that. In fact, we just presented um, on it today again, and we've gotten real buy-in and excitement from the Air Force and the Army. They want to do business with our veteran and spouses. Um, So if you're, if anyone's interested, they can always reach out to me about that. Of course, you know about the military spouse chamber mm-hmm. and our certification and yes. the companies that have stepped up to accept it. I know it's I awesome. Mean, I Jamie never would have thought, you yeah. know, that Jamie shared all that. of that with us. Yeah. It's really an amazing, amazing feat it's, that you guys um, were able to pull off and, and get, get done. So and I'm if, doing co-working spaces for military spouses with soldier for life. Oh, okay. Co-working spaces on installations. Uh, We have two of them open right now, but we're working on opening more and Rosie will provide, you know, entrepreneurial networking training, get togethers. The mill spouse chamber will do the same. So that's exciting. I love being, I love advocating. I love advocating. I'm not smart enough to teach a class. The smarter, the experts teach the classes. I, I like advocating. I like um, trying to create that seat at the table for our military community. Well, it definitely sounds like you're doing that and more. So if people want to find out about everything that's going on, where can they, where can they find you? So the rosynetwork.org, <laughs> right over me. 
Uh, it's Rosie the Riveter. And if you don't know who that is, uh, please Google it before you reach out to us. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> the rosynetwork.org. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn. I think my LinkedIn handle is the Stephanie Brown, because believe it or not, there are other Stephanie Browns out there. Mm. Um, you know, or millspousechamber.org. You know, follow us on Facebook. Um, I think we're on Instagram, Twitter. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not an expert on social media. I know I love seeing y'all's posts and how you've grown and what you're doing. I love reading that. Um, but yeah, there are ways to reach out to us, but really the best way sign up for our newsletter. That's great. Rosynetwork.org sign up for our newsletter. Okay. Awesome. Well, it has been just an absolute pleasure with speaking with you, Stephanie. Thank you so much for being on the podcast and taking time out of your busy schedule. Um, and Operation Hidden Treasures, just so you know, airs this Sunday, 8 a.m. Eastern time. But you're you're in California, right? Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So you're going to want to- We're used to it, ta- the time change. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. I've got it. Uh, what do they call it? TiVoed? So I'm, I'm excited. We're tuning in. Awesome. <laughs> you can also catch it on the American Heroes channel too. Right. Yeah. So, okay. Well, thank you so much. Everybody should tune in. I've seen the previews and I'm, I'm pumped. Yeah. We're, we're very excited. Yeah. Yeah. Well, great speaking with you and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, thanks for, thanks for chiming in and come, coming on our podcast. Anytime. For all the viewers watching, please don't forget to check out Operation Hidden Treasures airing on Sunday on Discovery Channel at 8 a.m. Eastern to see more stories of veterans turning junk to jewels. The new series follows enterprising U.S. military veterans and their families whose mission is to salvage and repurpose otherwise unused items and turn them into hidden treasures for people in need. Every episode will also include a J-Dog auction of an intriguing item discovered during a clean-out and made available to bid on by the public via the JDOG website. Proceeds from every auction are donated to the JDOG Foundation, which helps fund PTSD resources and supports veteran organizations combating veteran suicide. These items currently listed for auction, so go and take a look on either jdog.com or operationhiddentreasures.com to see if one of the items can become your new treasure. Don't forget to follow Stephanie on all of her outlets, and we look forward to what is in store for the Rosie Network in the future. Thanks, everybody. See you soon. Bye-bye.